Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party began exploring the temple in earnest. They were off to a rough start when Bria, trying to piggyback ride on Flick, knocked him face first into a bear trap. It wasn't pretty. After that, Kit was unceremoniously shoved to the lead because of her keen powers of observation. They meandered their way through several rooms, managing to avoid several traps, but so far they haven't really found much of anything. Of course, all along the way, that mysterious voice has been harassing them hilariously. What will our adventurers encounter next in this strange and confusing temple? Will they finally find some clue as to what they're meant to be doing here, aside from consecrating, of course? Or will they just wander in circles, endlessly being yelled at by a weird robotic cow person? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, Oh, Flick didn't even say hello. I'm very Mm -hmm. confused. Anyway, Flick is being angry and not saying hello, but that's fine. Uh, So you all have just stepped out of a room that had uh, these two robot machine things that uh, told you uh, the beginnings of some riddle that you all decided to completely ignore and go out the other side of the room. As you opened that door, you have found yourselves in uh, another corridor that extends to the left and the right of where you are standing in the doorway right now. To the left, down a little ways and across on the far wall, on the opposite wall, I should say, of the hallway, is another one of those big stone doors uh, that has the large carving of the five-circled symbol in it with the uh, Uh, the gap in the middle circle or the hole in the middle circle to place something to the right and on the opposite wall a little further down is another normal door and a little bit beyond that you can see the corridor opens into a larger chamber uh, but you can't really see anything in there at the moment so what is the plan i don't know (laughs) good um i don't think i need to go up and look at the left door okay since it looks kind of similar to, well, first of all, I'm going to look onto the ceiling. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. What's on the ceiling here? On the ceiling here no, just are moss. cloakers. Just nice moss. Just nice. Cloakers that dive down and wrap you up in their manta ray-esque wings. I'm going to proceed to look to you. the floor. <laughs> There's ants, fire ants everywhere. No, none of those are true. Um, all right, so you go over. Uh, Flick goes over to that door, uh, the the big stone door. Uh, I don't think I need to go over there. I think I'm going to go over to the oh. right one. But I'm going to look at the floor first before I go over there. Okay. Okay. So you are watching the floor. Uh, you don't see, you don't see anything on the floor. Okay. Uh, is it still the handled door with the etching on top of the handle? Um, it looks like it from where you're. St- I mean, are you going over to it? That's what it looks like from where you're standing. Yes, yeah. that's. I would like to go over and make sure that it's the same door. Okay, so you go over there. You can see now into where the hallway sort of opens up a little bit, and there is another door. Uh, uh, another door in this open chamber. Uh, so if you think that you came out of a door on the east side of the corridor, the two doors that we've talked about previously are on the west side, and then actually this this fourth door uh, is like in a little alcove on the east side, all the way up north. Okay. Uh, so I can see that door as well now? You can, yes. And it also is a handled, uh, normal stone door. Uh, does the hallway, does the corridor end? Is there, like, a wall? Yeah, so it basically, like, it opens up into, like, a little 20 foot by 20 foot, I don't know, square, little, like, antechamber or whatever, uh, and then it just ends there. I would like to see if the runes change going into that side. So if they change from, like, what we think is a symbol for light into a symbol for something else. 
yeah, so as you examine them, uh, no. I mean, they're all... You, you know what? Make me an arcana check. I didn't make my joke. Aren't you proud of me? I'm so proud of you. It's a 13. Okay, so you're able to identify the light sigils and runes because Flick showed them to you. And there are all of these other symbols. Um, you can't tell what they are, but it looks like pretty much the same... Uh, patterns as you've noticed in the past. There may be some variations, uh, but not knowing what they mean, it's sort of hard to track the changes. Okay, so uh, Flick, you're sort of over um, in that area. Uh, ladies, where? What are you? Hold on one second, Flick. What are you? Are you all following him or? I follow him. I'm gonna okay. kind of look at the walls and feel them and that hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, pretty smooth stone. You can see obviously that like the bottom, I don't know, maybe foot and a half or two feet. Uh, no, probably closer to foot and a half, foot or foot and a half, is worn smooth, which you sort of already noticed because of the sigils on the bottom. But you can actually sort of feel as you are feeling up along the wall that there's like definitely a line that like has been worn by something, I don't know, brushing up against it or passing by it over and over and over or something. Uh, but other than that, you don't really notice much. Giant monster. <laughs> We're fighting a basilisk. 18-inch monster. Well, you know, just the bottom part. <laughs> I think I would like to take a look at the door with the um, big etchings on it, where we think something would go in the middle and just see if uh, I can discern any difference between this wall and the first one that we saw with the similar etchings. Yeah, go ahead and make me an investigation check. Okay. Hmm. <gasps> I crit! Hey! Um, Okay, so with a crit, I was going to say no, but sure. Um, So with a uh, with a crit, it looks. I mean, you really have to like get your face in there as you look at it, sort of cursorily. It looks exactly the same, Um, but you do happen to notice that there are slightly different like indentations or like like erosion marks, like where something whatever sat in there, right was picked up and put down over and over and over and over and over and left its own sort of little markings in the in the space. Um, and this one, this one you can sort of make out what what the shape might be. Uh, and it looks like this one is maybe in the shape of like some sort of rope or something sort of long and rope? sinuous and stringy. I'm sorry, did you say rope? I drank. <laughs> <laughs> I did, in fact, say ears perked up. That's very weird, though. Yes, it is quite odd, actually. I want to try to put some rope in the door. (laughs) (laughs) You could put rope in there. It doesn't. So the rope that you have is not quite thick enough. I mean, you got a crit, so I'm going to give you this stuff. Uh, Not that it's really going to help you all that much, because clearly you're just confused as I uh, expected. But uh, yeah, it it feels like whatever this like ropey thing is that normally goes in here, it should be thicker. It also is, is odd to you. It sort of seems two? odd to you. What's that? How, is it thick with one I C hate or you two? So much. <laughs> no, uh, it's two C's. Um, you also you realize also that like now that you think about it, like you place the rope in there, and that makes you realize like, oh, this looks like it's like a a ball of rope or t- or whatever, right? Or cords or cables or something. But it must be in a fixed position for it to have worn away these indentations, right? So it mustn't be like a long, loose thing of rope that just got dumped in there over and over. It must actually be a fixed shape of some sort. Okay. Interesting. I think By which just... I mean, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. I think we just <laughs> got to keep moving because I, 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 I have no idea what's happening. Right I, now. I'm with you, Bria. I'm like, I'm glad <laughs> we're getting these details, but I'm like, I don't even know what... Yeah. 
What? Yeah, like what are how we get into? Yeah. I. Mm-hmm, okay. So other than that door, <laughs> so I start telling you about this, and you're like, "Great, we don't care." <laughs> We're no, just like, it's not that I don't to listen. I. It's yeah. I think it's more stress than anything, and I and I'm. It's not that I don't care. I think I'm trying to get my bearings as much as possible, which in a maze mm-hmm. is stupid. Um, so I'm being dumb, but. I would like to go over and sort of like Bizdira, run my uh, hand along the wall uh, leading to the new door in that new sort of like curve in the hallway and the most northern wall. So the the wall to my left. Okay. Um, You don't detect anything new in the walls uh, there, but you get to the door. Door look kind of the same? Yeah, this one's another stone door with a handle and a smaller version of that uh, symbol. Let's just do it. Let's just pick a door let's and let's go. Let's do it. I'm going to open that one. Kay. All right. So opening the door, uh, which is to the east, right? And let's see what's in that room. So uh, Flick opens up this door and you feel, as you're opening it, you feel a slight tension and then you hear something snap. Like a, a wire or a string or Duck. something snap. And there is a loud thud that echoes in the room beyond. Uh, and the door doesn't really open very far. Like, you stop, uh, and the door doesn't open uh, anymore. And there's, so there's just a bare crack that you can see into the room where the door is sort of a slightly ajar. Uh, and you can see that there are several other of these trip wires just immediately beyond the door uh, further in the room. Uh, and they're pretty close together. It looks like you might be able to squeeze through them to get to whatever's beyond, but you can't really see very much because the door isn't isn't very far open at this point. Uh, they're a door. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so not that door yet. Every time that we run into something, we're just like, no. <laughs> no. But it lets us know our options. Yeah. You know, uh, we do. Okay. I will relay. Okay. Say there are heavy traps beyond. All right. Um, uh, Kit, have you come back up and joined the, the rest of the party up at the northern end of this corridor? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Just checking. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Do Would we like to continue, or I'm going to ask, or would we like to go over and check the other door? Uh, their door. Uh, uh, great. Their door. Great. Who's uh, going to the door? door? I'll go to the door. All right. Bizdira goes to the door. What does she do at the door? She stares at it. Great. And then she very slowly opens it. Great. She very slowly turns the handle and the door is locked. Ooh. Got Bri-ya. this. Bria. 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 I got it. Bria. I got it. Bria. Bria. Well, Bri-ya. I got it. Um, oh, the voice hasn't spoken up in a while. And so when you all turn to go to the other door, the voice goes, now, wait a minute. I've set up all these fun things for y'all to do and you're avoiding all of them. What's happening here? This isn't the course like I meant it. We don't trust you, Robert. Well, I am wounded. How could you ever not trust a kind soul such as myself? And I'm going to look up to where I think the camera is, and I'm going to give a smile, like, really? And say, stick it up your face hole. (laughs) They go, fair enough. Carry on. (laughs) And so as I head to the door, I'm going to do, like, little punches in the air and get myself all worked up. They're just all so feisty. Don't you just love it, folks? Except for that one with the tail. He's pretty quiet. It was funny when he got his face trapped in that bear trap, though. (laughs) Robert is so rude. Oh, come on, y'all. He's fine. I wouldn't make a joke if he... Well, I probably would, but... I'm gonna... So I'm gonna use my tools to try to get into this door. Great. Make me a dexterity thieves tools check. Hmm... 16. Ooh, this one is a tough door. Uh, You are having a hard... I mean, you just can't get the tumblers to do their thing. 
Can I try again? Um, so, what I will make you do is uh, go ahead and do an investigation check on the lock. This is a, a strange little mechanic that I'm curious to hear what our listeners think of uh, that I just literally just like popped into my brain earlier today and I thought, well, let's give it a try. So, make me an investigation check uh, on the lock. 21. Great. Okay. So you get a better idea of, like, you look in and you you take Bizdir's light uh, and you sort of shine it in there and you get a better idea of what the tumblers look like. And so now you can try again. And with the 21, you can try again on your Thieves Tools with advantage. If you fail this, though, you're going to have to figure out a different way to get into the into the room if you want to go in there. No pressure. <laughs> you either crit or crit fail. Oh, you got advantage. So I bet you crit. I crit. Yee! That's it. Boop, boop, boop. And so I punch the, the wall. Punch, 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 punch. <laughs> okay, and uh, the uh, the voice comes on as you as you click the tumblers into place because once you've seen it, you're like, oh, obviously, I know how this works. So you get in there and just very quickly, and the voice comes up and gets, says, "Woo, that was impressive." Also, I didn't expect that. This should be interesting. Oh dear God! Ignoring the voice, ignoring, ignoring the, the voice, voice. <laughs> ignoring the voice, ignoring the voice. Um, actually. Do we have any sort of cotton? Excuse me? Cotton? <laughs> Which like speaker make, are you going... She wants to make earplugs. Oh, put earplugs. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you could probably find something to stuff in your ears, but I'm going to give you the deafened condition. Who has cigarettes? Whatever. We could, like, Whatever. take the filter out, like, in prison. That's what they do to keep the roaches out. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Why do you I don't want to talk about that. that. Nope, let's not talk about it. Uh, I have a colorful past. <laughs> As she drinks her ale. Behind, <laughs> to be fair, there's actually only the water microphone. in this, and no, I've never actually been to prison. At least not for the record. Behind the bars, right? <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so are you shoving something in your ears, Bria? Are you like wadding up some parchment or something? No, and- I just like have to like shake it off. But every time he talks, I get angrier and angrier. <laughs> <laughs> every time they talk, they talk. I'm sorry. Every time they talk. I get angrier and angrier. It's what they want, though. Just, you know, just what? just breathe. Oh, just breathe. Vizdir uh, <laughs> is going to walk Brias through some, like, breathing exercises to help Great. keep her calm. Be like, this really <laughs> helped me when I was at the monastery. <laughs> and and now Ooh, I we get... We found out a tidbit of information about her pet. Oh, no, you guys are speaking celestial to each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. And now I get a, a one level of monk, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm open glad up the you door. found that so funny. I feel so much better, and I'm resolved because I can breathe now, and I'm going to open up the door. Okay, so you go and you open up the door. This is a strange room. Because uh, the others open... haven't been already. Well, there's actually things in this room beyond uh-huh. doors and plinths. Um, so you go in, and there are constructs everywhere, all over this place. Uh, Little, like, robots of all different shapes and sizes all over this room. There are, if you take a second to count them, it looks like there are ten of them uh, just sort of spread all around this pretty large, like, 50-foot square room. There are doors uh, on the far... So you've come in through the east. There's a door on the far west wall and a door on the south wall. The door on the south wall is another one of those big door, big stone doors with the big insignia. Mm-hmm. The one on the far wall is just a normal handled door. Um, but yeah, there are all of these constructs, uh, like robotic, mech- mechanical things all over this room. They all seem to be powered down, asleep... Whatever, like none of them are moving, none of them are doing anything. They all sort of seem to be uh, in an inert state at the moment. <laughs> no, Taryn. Oh, God. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not falling into his trap. 
the loudspeaker comes on and goes, So you're gonna go in? Flick, anything on the ceiling? Anything on the ceiling? <laughs> Flick's siblings are on the ceiling waiting for you, and they drop down and kill you all. Uh, um. I'm gonna <laughs> stick my head in the door. Okay, you stick your head in the door, and you see all of those things that I just described. Well, I guess he's a little braver than you are, huh? I'm gonna do it. Screw it. I'm gonna make this more fun. I'm gonna take a step into the room, and I'm gonna sing, I see a little silhouette of a man. What the fuck? I I love Bria's instincts. (laughs) Okay, wait. Hold on. There's an explanation. They're robots. Has anyone sang that to Siri? Everybody pick up your iPhones, sing that to Siri, or say it to Siri, and she will sing the rest of Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm not kidding you. It's, it's true. So, it's true. do they respond? <laughs> no. Damn. However. Oh, no. Um, Damn it, I'm sorry. As I'm so you sorry. sing that, as you sing that, uh, you hear like a little mechanical whirring. And this small little, like, two-foot diameter cylinder rises from the floor in the center of the room and begins emitting a green beam of light that begins to rotate around the room clockwise, starting at the north wall. Duck. Uh, Bria, right now, what are you doing? Uh, Ducking. Where? Just, like, ducking down? Yeah, because it would go above my head, so could I duck underneath it? No, it's scanning, like, the whole floor to ceiling. Running! Where? Away! (laughs) Which direction? Where drop the to the ground. Hit me. It's going. Uh, it's going around in a circle. Just drop you, to the ground right? and play dead. No, because it, it it's hitting. From I'm right now. Where is she going? I'm, I'm hiding behind the going? tallest robot. Great. Make a. Oh, I like that. Uh, make a dexterity stealth check. We'll call it. Every decision I make is wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, Twenty. Okay, so you managed to like get down behind uh, this one that like looks like. Oh, I, which one is this? Uh, it's like a clockwork, like, humanoid-looking thing, and you just, like, get your body behind it and, like, match it up exactly to the body, and this green beam sweeps by you, continues its circuit of the room, gets to the north door, the beam turns off, and the cylinder sinks back down into the ground. Ooh, this is gonna be fun. I wonder how often that's gonna happen. Will you do the thunder? <laughs> do you continue singing? No, I'm not. No, I did Everything I do is wrong. <laughs> No, but I think that this is just a. I think it's okay. A, however, a I I do have to say, yeah. I do have to say, it was a funny with the Siri thing. So you have you have inspiration for that. Thank you. I'm gonna need it. Yeah, you are. Um, okay. What are the rest of you doing outside, seeing like this green beam, and then and Bria freaking out, and and what what are the rest of you doing? I think we need to rush through this room, and if the beam comes get up, to we the have other... to follow it. Yeah. I agree. It's a it's a okay. So you all watched it. It sweeps pretty quickly and it's a pretty wide room. Bizdira, you could probably get to the other side and avoid the beam, but you're way faster than your compatriots. That much is true. But I mean, like, if it sweeps like a lighthouse kind of sweep, mm-hmm. can they, like, come in and follow behind it? Maybe. That was my it's thought pretty, process. It's pretty quick. Yeah. But maybe. But I If mean, you're not all the way at the wall, though, that would be, if you follow, if you're, like, closer to the light, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you just yeah, follow or- it. It's a smaller circle is what I'm saying. Right. Mm-hmm. Or if Bazira, since we think she's the fastest, if she enters first, triggers it, and she's right in front of us, and we're following, and we enter and follow behind, then we might be able to get to the door and beat the beat the light. Yeah, the, I guess that's sense. the next question: is is it movement that triggers it? You know, 
Like, is it anytime someone moves, it comes out of the floor? So I guess that's the next step. Well, if somebody, if Biz, if you want to try and go in, either try to get all the way across to the door or just go and hide behind a robot and see if it triggers it. Well, remind me again how large this room is. It's 50. probably about 50 foot square. Okay. So, and the, the cylinder is in the smack in the middle, right? Smack in the middle. So, yeah. So, what we could do is I could try to do the whole thing where we go in, see, to try to trigger it and get close to it and then follow it around and then stop and see what happens. Yeah. Or Bria could move and see if it starts moving again. I can do that. Yeah. Do you want to, like, stick your hand out or something from behind the robot? Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Just to test. Okay. So, you stick your hand out and start waving. Nothing happens. Okay. So, sound maybe. It may be sound or it may just be a timed thing like every so often it just goes off. Or anytime anyone walks through the doorway, there might be something. Yeah, or the or when the door opens too. So It's like one of those bells when you walk into <laughs> Yeah. When you walk into like a shop or something. Yeah. Uh so that well what that means is that when we open the other door, it might come up and uh do a Kit, little scan. Do you have a thing? Well, just before we do any of this, are we're 100% sure we want to go through this next door, right? <laughs> that it's, is the goal it's here. It's either this room or the trapped room. Right. Right. Or the or the riddle. Right. I think we should go south personally just that's, because I feel like that's a direction we haven't gone yet. That's one of those big doors. It is one of the big doors. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, With the no southern handle. door is the big one. That's going to be the temple. Um, uh, uh, so I think uh, well, Kit, you're always right and well, I'm always wrong. <laughs> As much as I don't want to go to a room that is obviously trapped, part of me feels like we were not supposed to come in here, and I want to get us to the center of this, so (laughs) obviously the voice is goading us into, like, going and tackling some of the challenges that are set up, so I feel like maybe we should just be prepared and go into one of those rooms and get ready to battle or come up with a riddle, Um, but this feels like it's going to be a dead end. Okay, I'm down. I'm down to going to the trapped room for sure. Yeah, me too. At least we know what's behind this door. Right. So I guess Flick will gesture for Bria to come. Um, okay, yeah, no, trapped room sounds good. So come along. All right. So you all, uh, gin- oh, uh, Bria, no. you have to get out of this yeah, room. Yeah, I'm good. You just waltzing out? Yeah. Okay. So as you start to walk and like get over there, the, the cylinder pops up again and does another rotation, but you're close enough to the door and you know it's coming or you assume it might be coming. So you run over and you get out of the room before it sweeps you. Okay. Um, as I, as I do, I'm, I'm right when I get out of the room, I'm going to sing Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the Fandango? <laughs> and then I'm going to shut the door. Slam the door. <laughs> <laughs> the voice comes up and says, well, surprise, surprise, everybody. They decided not to go into another room. <laughs> On the upside, we learned that that one's got a voice on her. Thank you so much, Bob. I didn't say it was good. <laughs> now I'm just going to sing through the whole thing. <laughs> That's what he wants for To be fair, I didn't say it was bad either. Wasn't that one of the ideas in the beginning was that the, now that we're in a dungeon, it was supposed to be yes. all singing and Ms. Mm-hmm. Yes. was like, yeah, peace out. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. So am I trying to untrap this room? Is that what the... Mm-hmm. Well, so you guys are going to head over uh, to the room with the uh, trip wires mm-hmm. uh, and see what's going to go on in there. 
Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be out of this world if you could pop on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We always read any five-star reviews on the air and we haven't gotten one in a while, so leave us one so we can acknowledge you. The more of those reviews and ratings we get, the more visible the show becomes in the listings and the more people that we're going to get to listen and join the fun. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds and it really does help us out a ton. We want to take just a minute to talk about our Patreon page. You can go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge, pledge as little as $1 a month, and get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like access to the player's character sheets, bonus content, early access to certain episodes, and all kinds of other fun stuff. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for our support. Thank you so much to our Shimmer Scale tribe leaders, Los Vargases, Eliahu of Merc Grove, and our newest tribe leader, Reed Wilson. If you want to get shoutouts on the show, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron. We also want to thank Battlevards for providing a lot of the fantastic music that you hear on our show and D&D Beyond for being generally amazing in every way possible. Check out both of those services at battlebards.com and dndbeyond.com. And finally, some non-Last Refuge announcements, same as the ones in weeks previous. First of all, if you want to hear me playing some more D&D, I'm a player in a weekly campaign going on right now that's being streamed on Encounter Roleplay. The show's called Wheels of War, and it's an awesome political intrigue campaign DM'd by the incomparable DM Shane from the Greyhawk channel. We are going to be back this Friday. We've had a few weeks off due to scheduling things, but we are back this Friday from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern, and you can find the link to that stream and the videos on demand of past episodes episodes if you can't watch them live on the appearances page of our website dndlastrefuge.com slash appearances we also have a convention coming up i am going to be at pax east in boston this year from march 28th through the 31st flick is going to be joining me so we'll both be there so let us know if you're also going to be around so that we can come say hi but also be sure to come to the bumblebee theater on friday at 10 a.m to hear me speak in a panel titled am i playing a role identity exploration in rpgs alongside me on the panel are going to be the terror muffins also known as kelly the opera geek v the crafting muse and aris savad and we're going to be moderated by the incredible Dr. B from the Take This organization. Uh, I'm super excited about the panel, and I'm super excited to meet some of you all there, um, hopefully after the panel, so come cheer me on and uh, listen to the awesome conversation. Okay, I think that's enough chatting for this week. Let's get back to the episode. Thank you so much for listening, and happy gaming, y'all. Okay, so you get to the door. It, it has, I, I assume you all pulled it back shut, so you know you can open it a little bit without disturbing much of anything and get... Uh, you know, it cracked open enough that you can sort of see inside, and maybe if you're real careful, you can slip through the crack uh, without disturbing anything else. Do I need to do that in order to try to start disarming this? Yeah, definitely. Because where you are, you can just you see the wires, uh, and there's a bunch of them like crossing in front of where the crack is, but you can't uh, you can't see where they're coming from or what they're attached to or anything like that. Uh, so yeah, you would need to get in there if you want to try and disarm them. Okay, so I'm gonna try to slip through. And very quietly, I'm going to sing Thunderbolts and Lightning. (laughs) 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 All right, uh, make me an dexterity acrobatics check, please, just to get, it's going to be pretty low, it's just to get into the room without knocking the door all the way wide open. Uh, that's a 20. Yeah, okay, no problem. You slip through the, the crack in the door and get inside there. Now that you're in the room, you see what look like dozens, hundreds, there's a lot of wires 
what are clearly like tripwires zigzagging throughout this room, all of different colors and thicknesses. Several are connected to the ceiling. Others are connected to visible crossbows that are attached to the walls at various points. Some are connected to the floor. But what catches your eye after you sort of take all of that in is in the center of this room, you see a very thin individual, uh, another, looks like another mechanical construct of some sort, uh, like a, a, a robot or whatever. Very, very thin, wearing a bandana over its head, dressed all in black with black gloves on both hands. Um, and the figure is currently at sort of an odd angle with its left foot extending uh, through three of the trip wires, like, like it looks like it's trying to like step through them without touching them, uh, while it stands on its right foot and both arms are sort of in like a Superman pose and it's leaning forward ever so slightly at the waist, and it uh, it has several crossbow bolts sticking out of its side, one of which is, like, vibrating ever so slightly uh, since it was clearly just recently released, possibly when you opened the door. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if we should go in this room. Those are my feelings. Okay, do I see anything else in this room that's, like... What's on the ceiling? Be, he said some tripwires, so I will announce that to Flick. I'll be like, there's some stuff on the ceiling. Um. <laughs> oh, I should also mention there is um, on the far side of the room, like all the way in the back of the room, there is another plinth uh, in the northeastern corner that has a chest on it. Woo! Ooh, a chest. <laughs> it's a trap. Um, it's a trap. <laughs> yep. But it's something. How, what do you? What would the mechanics be of me trying to start undoing all of these traps? Oh goodness! Um, it's gonna be thieves' tools checks, and it's gonna—I mean, you could absolutely do it, but it's there are a lot of wires. It is gonna take a long time, and also you're gonna have to sort of get to the trigger points. Uh, so you're gonna have to make some uh, some checks to sort of get across the room, uh, some acrobatics checks to get across the room without tripping them. Uh, or to get, rather, into the room further without tripping them so that you can get to the points where you can start working on them. Okay, so... That's an option. What are you my, thinking, Bria? My instinct is for me to just try to get across this room with acrobatics checks to get to the chest. I was just thinking about when we were bowling with Sigara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and... Like that's my thought is like we I'm need a, a bowling ball. I'm very to much throw with you. The room and you know and what I have? You know what I have? I have a big old mace on me that I could just trigger a bunch of these ropes or wires. Right. So once. I think that's our first step. <laughs> I was thinking a similar thing. I yeah. Can I use mage hand to do all of this? I keep trying Maybe. to use mage hand and you won't let me use it. Honestly, <laughs> I would try I that know. first, yeah. Can you use Mage Hand to knock over the construct to knock over, like, set off more of the traps? The little guy? Yeah. Um, okay, first and foremost, I would like a shield um, that I can hold in front of me. You got it. I've got mine. Yeah, you, I'll hand it to you. Thanks. <laughs> and then I am going to... I'm going to use Mage Hand to try to open the chest. <laughs> What's the range on Mage Hand? I don't know if it'll it's, reach. It's, it's definitely going like- to reach. I think it might only be 10 feet. You're a liar. <laughs> I'm not a liar. I was about to say, I think it's 30 really... Feet. Res- it's 30 feet. It's 30 feet. You're right. It's 30 feet. All right. Let me look at the map and see if you can reach 30 feet. Sure. I'll say it is just within your reach. All right. I'm going to try that first. Okay. So you are able to open the chest with Mage Hand. Uh, as the chest opens, the little construct, like his head that was facing 
towards the chest, uh, sort of like pops up a little bit and swivels 180 degrees to look at you. And it just sort of tilts its head to the side and then swivels back to look at the chest. And very slowly, it looks like it's beginning to move again to try and get through the tripwires. Okay. um, Towards the chest? Yeah. What's in the chest? What's in the chest? You can't see. It's way far away from you, and it's up on a little plinth. You can't see in the chest from where you are. Okay, so whatever's in the chest, the hand is going to reach in the chest and take it out. Uh, <laughs> the hand can't lift. It's too heavy, whatever is in the chest. We got We got to get there first. Uh, is it Okay, so a question. I, I'm going to uh-huh. look in the room. Is the mm-hmm. construct, sl- as it's slowly moving, is it tripping any of the wires? Like, is it? Well, let's let's find out. Why don't we? Oh, yes, it definitely tripped one of them. Okay, so hang on. Oh, okay. So it, uh, you see as it goes forward, like it, it tries to Superman its hands through a little gap, uh, but one of its little like mechanical knuckles gets caught on one, and you hear that twang of a snapping tripwire, and you all sort of flinch, but nothing happens. Um, okay. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to ask through the door, I'm going to say, should I firebolt him right now? <laughs> or or should I just knock I him say, over? I say yeah. Do whatever you need to do to stop him from getting what's ever in that chest. Okay, I'm I'm gonna firebolt him. Oh, okay, sure. Unless kid's gonna try to stop me before I. I'm not gonna try to stop you. I just am curious if he has any information for us. He's a con- he's a robot. We I saw know. a billion of them dead in that other room. I'm going to say, robot, tell me everything you know. <laughs> and its head sort of pops up, swivels around, and looks at you again, and then pops up, swivels around, and looks back at the chest, and okay. the voice comes over the loudspeaker and goes, Oh, he ain't much of a chatterbox. Good luck getting anything out of him. All right. Uh, that's a 15 to hit the robot. You hit the robot. What happens? Well, you should roll damage since you <laughs> attacked him. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while since I've seen you so stressed out about a, a dungeon. Because we haven't been in a dungeon for a really long time. <laughs> it's a We're going to get back to our Tomb of Horrors game. 12 yeah, damage. 12. Take 12. 12. Okay. Uh, the construct sort of jolts, and its head pops up and swivels around real quick, and it sort of shakes its head at you back and forth, and then it swivels around and continues to ever so slowly continue to try and get through there. I'm going to use Mage Hand to rip its bandana off of its head. Oh. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's see if that uh, overbalances him. He's going to make a... Oh, no, he's going to fall. Uh, you're going to, like, trick trip him and trigger uh, some more tripwires. Let's see, somebody roll me a d4. I'm going to let you guys do some of this. Somebody roll me a d4. Oh, I get it. One. One. Okay, uh, somebody else, Flick, roll me a percentile, please. Oh, my God. What? Where are they? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 34. A uh, 34, okay. So uh, un- so one of the wires, uh, or the one wire that this thing trips as it sort of teeters when you rip off its bandana, uh, you hear that snap of the wire, and then you hear a click and a twang as one of the crossbows uh, fires uh, another bolt at this thing. And let's see if it hits. Hold on. It does just barely hit. Okay. Uh, so it's got another crossbow now sticking out of, like, its foot. I'm going to um, put the bandana on my head, and I'm sending the mage hand out again, and I'm going to grab one of its gloves. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so you get one of its gloves. It doesn't knock him over this time? Well, no, he's already on the ground. He hasn't oh, had a chance to get up yet. Great. 
Well, then I'm going to put the, the mage... glove on my hand. Conceal, oh, don't it does feel. It absolutely does not fit. It's very small. Aww. Can the mage hand start tripping a lot of the things? Yeah. You want to start tripping things? Yeah, let's do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try right, to look me. as I do it to make sure that it's nothing that's aimed at the door. So, like, anything that would be aimed, like, more towards the center is what I'm going to try to trip. Uh, okay, roll me percent... Let's... You're just doing a bunch of them? Yes. Let's have everybody roll percentile, please. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, all right, let's start with Bizdira. 26. Okay, Kit. Two. Okay, Flick. 74. And uh, Bria. 98. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the so 26, 2, 74, 98. So the first one, you trip and nothing happens. The second one, you trip and another crossbow uh, gets activated and fires, but through sort of the center of the room, it doesn't hit anybody. The third one that you trip, also nothing happens. The fourth one that you trip, you hear like a little rumbling, but nothing seems to have happened. I'm going to warn them because I think the rumbling might affect them in the thing that's rolling, rolling. The thing that's rolling, rolling? What? What, you guys don't understand how my brain works? Uh, I'm assuming that something is rolling through the other room, like a very small Indiana Jones ball made of ropes, apparently. Got it. Uh, okay, so you've you've tripped four of dozens of wires. Would you like to keep going? Should I just go? <laughs> That's up to you, honey. Okay, I'm going to start. Ah, you're goading me on. I hate you so much. Um, I'm going to start moving towards the chest. And- Do it. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, here she goes. They're finally engaged, and let's see what happens. Galileo. Galileo. All right, so as you go, you are tripping uh, tripwires. Sometimes nothing happens. Sometimes crossbows come firing out at you. Let's take a couple of those and see what happens. So we're gonna, you've got a shield, so plus two to whatever your AC was. So that is a 15, a 23, and a 21. Two of them. Okay, so two of the crossbows pierce into you for a total of 10 piercing damage. You hear a couple more of those rumbles, and then I need you to make me, please, a dexterity saving throw. What'd you get? Hold on, I have to add. <laughs> okay. 10. 10. Okay, <laughs> so you guys watch as... As Bria starts moving through the room, she gets a couple of grazes by crossbow bolts, but she's moving, she's moving, she's snapping wires left and right, and all of a sudden there is a groan, and the ceiling collapses. And she like takes 13 more bludgeoning damage and is buried underneath rubble. Did that set off all point. of the other tripwires? Uh, yes, so... Yes, crossbow bolts are flying. Ooh, let's see if any of them hit you. You're going to have cover. So you're, uh, you've got, you're underneath there. So we'll say you've got uh, two-thirds cover, so plus five to your AC from where it is now. Uh, but let's do a few more to see if anything hits you. Oh, no, I doubt it. That's a 19 is the highest one there. 21? Yes. Okay, so that one hits you for... <laughs> For one damage. That's good, because now I have one hit point left. <laughs> so it just grazes you, uh, but she is buried underneath Flick there. is getting more and oh more stressed. <laughs> is Bizdeer is immediately going to run into the room and start trying to Me dig her too. out. Okay. So <laughs> you all, and, and you hear on the loudspeaker, Well, 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 that was quite a party. She really just went for it, didn't she, folks? Zero points for thinking it through, but all of the points for the cojones. Uh, I'm also going to go in the room, but I'm also going to suggest that 
who needs to go get it? Whatever. Somebody needs to go over to the chest. One of you. I'm going to heal Bria. One of you go to the chest. Bizdira. So, yeah, I'll go get it. I'll go to the chest. Oh, okay. Or, right, so no, you guys, that can't it takes what you... she was going to do. She's always right. Well, I was going to say, since Bizdira is the strong one... Oh, she should yeah. go to you. I guess that makes more sense. That's true. Yeah, start like <laughs> digging her out or whatever. I love yeah. that yeah. like my plus one is a strong one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you two go over and start digging Bria out. Kit goes over uh, to the chest. Um, you two are able to eventually dig her out. She doesn't look good, uh, but flick any healing that you want to do. You can start rolling up now while I talk to Kit about how Kit goes over. And makes her way to the chest on that plinth uh, in the northeastern corner of the room. And uh, you look inside. It's already opened. And uh, you look inside. And inside the chest is a weird mechanical heart. Aww. (laughs) It was the heart of the construct. (laughs) He was just trying to get his heart back. (laughs) This is why we don't let Kit do things. (laughs) <laughs> she makes up stories for things um does it look like a ball of rope it does not <laughs> okay uh i'll pick it up okay well, first i'm gonna look at it and make sure it doesn't look suspicious it, it does not okay i want to pick it up okay it's pretty heavy like it's looks like it's like solid mechanical whatever like it's 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 heavy okay uh <laughs> I'm going to holler to my friends and say, guys, I don't know why we need this, but here is a mechanical heart. <laughs> uh, I'm, um, you guys also, as you're over there, Flick, have you healed uh, Bria? Yeah, she gets 16 back. I cure wounds second level. Thank you. Okay, great. Um, and you all can hear like a super pitiful little like mechanical clicking coming from somewhere oh. underneath the debris as well. <laughs> I feel so bad. Is there a door out of this room? Uh, just the one that you came in from. Okay. Can I? I'm gonna. Shall we? I'm gonna give him back his bandana and his glove. Are you gonna dig him out first? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're gonna dig him out, and he's like splayed on his back, and he is not in good shape at all. In fact, he looks about like you felt before you were healed. And so you, like, on his broken little body, you, like, gingerly put his glove back on, like, one of his fingers falls off. Uh, And you put the bandana back on his head, and he just sort of, like, weakly. Uh, But you do notice, as you're ministering to him with his, uh, the clothing that you stole from him, you notice that, like, his chest door, which was facing away from you, is open and empty. Let's put his heart in his chest. (laughs) Okay, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one who wants to do it. (laughs) Wait, Flick is mad. What the heck? What if we need that? <laughs> Can't we just bring him along? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> My thought is that he'll become our friend if we give him yeah. his heart back and help us through. Either that or he'll try to kill us. I don't know, but, you know. <laughs> you all are nuts. Go, do whatever you Four want. Four against one. <laughs> Two episodes I can't ago, believe you're, we are I always literally, on the same page. I literally... <laughs> can't believe that you are going to give a robot his heart back. Listen, this is the Wizard of Oz. We're looking for the wizard, and we need our exactly. tin man. He's really We've small. seen a bunch of robots. Make, oh, do if we do give whatever him his you like. heart, he can go through the other room and talk to the thing in the center and be like, beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 And then the thing will be like, yes, I'll let them pass. I feel like that's um, the title of this I episode. Just, beep, I boop, simply beep, want to consecrate the temple. Uh, let's just you, take a You may do whatever us. you like. 
Let's just take him along. I sh- I should I suggest not. I suggest not doing that. <laughs> okay, but who's going to carry this heavy ass robot heart? The exact I mean, you can hold it, you can pick it up, right? Yeah, but I don't want to yeah. carry it. <laughs> I'll put it in the bag of holding. I I okay. still feel like we should give the robot his heart back. F- fine. Uh, 3 against 1, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> so much for the sister bond. Well, the sisters are all on the same page. Flick is the honorary sister. Is yeah, I told you you do it. Go, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's you know what it is. It's it's a matter of like he didn't. Try just remember to hurt why us. we're here. I know, I know. I have no idea what they're saying, but it looks like mommy and daddy are fighting, and I don't like it. <laughs> okay, okay. How how small is this robot? Like a couple feet? Yeah, it's little. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at him as he's dying in my arms. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna sing him a little fall of rain and then I'll move on. Um, oh but my then god. Gonna, <laughs> you're so mad. <laughs> Flick is so mad. He's so frustrated. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I don't think I've ever been so openly frustrated as I am right now. And say. Um, uh, <laughs> So I think that after being uh, admonished by Flick for my tender-hearted feelings, I'm just gonna walk over and give him the heart to put in the bag of holding and say, "Okay, let's go." I told you it was three against one. You can put the heart in. Put the heart in. No, I'm gonna do it. I'm putting the heart in the robot. (laughs) There you go. You want to twist? There you go. In a confusing turn of events, made more confusing by the fact that I haven't understood a word they've said. Uh, it looks like they've given him back his heart. I don't know what's happening anymore, y'all, but this is some funny <laughs> shit. <laughs> Does anything happen? Um, I mean, his little the little doors of his chest cavity snap shut. And that's it? Y- yeah. Can we put, just, and can that I open them? No. Is where we're gonna leave it for this week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this entire episode has been two rooms and that's it like nothing has happened except for Brie Almostein thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Review <laughs> be sure to listen next week to find out uh, everything to find out what to is happening to find out if Flick quits this game <laughs> Oy. You can reach out to this incredible TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at DNDLastRefuge at gmail.com. <laughs> If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we're attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story uh, consultant and co-designer no, for this don't temple. don't thank him this week. <laughs> and of course, all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hens, and with me I have... Fizz Dira. Hit. <laughs> Freya. And Flick. (laughs) (laughs) Happy gaming, (laughs) y'all. Fuck this. And I'm trying to... That's our our mid-show break. I don't understand. Taryn hasn't picked up on that yet. (laughs) Taryn's like, okay, why are you being weird? And... (laughs)